When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The most valuable commodity I know of is information. Wouldn't you agree? Wouldn't you agree? Wouldn't you agree? I got five dollars. This is a run to the left. How many tackles can one man break? <laughs> You're saying that humans need fantasy to make life bearable. Humans need fantasy to be human. Ooh, my goodness, that was good. You guys are pros. The best. Relentless, refusing to give up. All right, hit that horn, babe. Let's dance. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Fantasy Flex Podcast. This is your fantasy preview for the championship round of the NFL playoffs. I'm your host, Chris Raybon of the Action Network. Joining me, the most accurate fantasy ranker in the game, the odds maker, Sean Kerner. Sean, what's going on? What's up? Uh, just excited for the, the conference finals. Can't wait to see who's actually in the Super Bowl. Uh, maybe we'll actually end up going to vegas for it or something but uh how, how are you doing doing well doing well uh, yeah we could get we could even get a rematch of that uh what was it 2019 Super yeah Bowl, that was kc or we could get uh if kc and detroit go it would be the first game of the season and the last game of the season would have both been oh <laughs> kc detroit <laughs> that's so. right that that was the game where uh kelsey and chris jones were ruled out and the the line yeah pulled off the tony upset. uh tony wow. put the ball into the lines <laughs> into branch's hands yeah First of uh, uh, many. Right. Uh, yeah, we'll dive into the slight position by position, but uh, just a quick reminder: if you heard us on the Action Network pod, welcome back. If not, be sure to check that out. We have it's our player projections pod over on the Action Network podcast channel. We run through uh, each of the positions and talk some props and things like that. Uh, also, if uh, you haven't left us a rating and review yet and you enjoy the show, please do that. We run a contest every week. We pick our favorite uh, review, and uh, you can win either a free one-year sub of Action Pro or some swag from the Action Network shop. This week's winner, Mr. Raw. So thank you, Mr. Raw, for the five-star rating and review. You can email podcast at actionnetwork.com to claim your prize. Uh, And don't forget, we got the Discord server as well. Link will be in the episode description for that. But uh, it's get into it championship weekend quarterback who do you like for value here uh brock purdy again at 6400 he's my uh number two ranked quarterback um yet mahomes is you know 500 more expensive mm-hmm. so like the value we're getting with purdy you know he might be without debo here but he still has christian mccaffrey brand Ayuk, and george kittle at his disposal so should still be fine here uh the lions are a pass funnel defense they've allowed 340 or more passing yards in five straight games. Now, two of those were Nick Mullins, of all people. Um, So, you know, Purdy's median projection higher than Mahomes. And, you know, my my projection for Purdy is still around 265 passing yards. The market's all the way up to, like, 277, 279. So I'm a little bit lower on him than the market, and I'm still, you know, showing him as my QB2. So Purdy at 6,400 seems like the clear value play right now. Yeah. Uh, like Purdy is my QB two as well. Uh, I'm actually going to go with uh, Lamar here, though. I have Lamar 
uh, projected about three points higher than any other mm. quarterback. So he's still my top value, uh, even though he is the highest priced quarterback on the slate at 7,700 uh, hosting the Kansas City Chiefs. So what he did last week, even in kind of a quiet game, you know, where he only threw for 152 yards, he was able to hit the 100-yard the DraftKings bonus, two touchdowns on the ground, two more through the air. Uh, you know, could see more of a, a game script that forces him to throw even more than the 22 times he threw last week. Also, his rushing, just a, his rate of rushing goes up in the postseason. He scrambles more, tends to be a few more design runs called for him as well. Doesn't look to get out of bounds as much or slides as much. So, uh, like Lamar here as the uh, as as the top overall dollar per dollar value uh, among quarterbacks on this uh, two game slate. Which quarterback are you low on? My, or, my oh, no, dark. no, no, sorry. Which quarterback? I mean, it's not really He's a dart a, throw, but who is, yeah, like who is, I guess. Yeah, Goff, Goff is the guy yeah. I'm talking about for low on and dart throw. That just goes to show what we're working with here. Do you like dots, Ted? Oh, okay. I'm more of a, you know, a cornhole man myself. Yeah. Uh, he's the cheapest quarterback at 6,300. I mean, his median projection is four points lower for me than mm-hmm. Brock Purdy, who's $100 more expensive. So by all means, like cash games, take Brock Purdy. But in tournaments, you know, I'm going to have some Jared Goff. It, it's it's a tough matchup for him. You know, he's on the road facing a Niners defense that should be able to get pressure. So, you know, my median projection for him is much, much lower than it normally is. But, you know, it, it's going to be a trailing pass-heavy game script likely. And, you know, he could hit Jamison Williams for a long touchdown, could connect with, you know, Amon Ra, Sam Laporta. So the quarterbacks, you know, they have a wide range of outcomes. So you never want to completely fade somebody. So I think that Jared Goff's roster ship might be a little too low here. So I think when it comes to tournaments, he's certainly worth a dart throw uh, if you want to go cheap at QB and then spend up elsewhere. Yeah, because I mean, just in terms of the pricing itself, you know, one sixty four hundred for Purdy, sixty three hundred for Goff. It's going to be hard for people, especially if you're making your lineups manually to to uh to yeah. fade purdy for 100 hours more uh, but goff pointed out the home road he is averaging s- over six fantasy points uh on DraftKings fewer on the road 21.8 at home and uh 15.4 on the road so uh you know that's kind of been his issue but i agree i think in tournaments he's still you know there's only four quarterbacks so he's still a guy you have to consider but uh he's the guy that i'm much lower on than the rest as well all right, let's jump to running back. Who do you like? Who's the value for you here? It's Chris McCaffrey. He's 9K. This is similar to what you said last week. Like, he's yeah. by far the most expensive back. Uh, 2,500 more than Pacheco, but I have him, geez, is that like thir- 12 and a half more projected <laughs> fancy points? So, I, like, based on, I have like a uh, estimated how much they probably should be on yeah. DraftKings. I have like 13, he should be 13 grand. Sound on DK, right. just the, the, the sheer value. <laughs> like, so he's nine K. That's what happened last week. I think I took him first overall pick. Yeah, yeah. And our head to head, and he posted, you know, thirty plus <laughs> points. So it's like it almost doesn't matter what his roster ship's going to be either. Just take him and then get creative. Who, you know, the cheaper guys that you're going to have to take, uh, get creative with those guys. But just he's a free square this week. Again, it is a tougher matchup. You know, the Lions have a very good run defense, but with Debo potentially out. You know, McCaffrey's probably going to be more involved in the passing game. Obviously, you know, good bet for a touchdown or two. So just you really can't go wrong uh, spending up on McCaffrey here, especially on a two-game slate. 
Yeah, I completely agree. He's almost doubled up everyone else at running back. Like he's yeah. he's he's just that ridiculous. Uh, <laughs> projected that high. I mean, I have him. Yeah, I haven't projected to get you know well over twenty touches in this one too. They barely use Mitchell, and you know I thought they might use Mitchell and. Um, oh right, yeah. May, you know, not Mason, but Mitchell maybe a little bit. They've they've done that in years past when they've gone run heavy. They've kind of you know it's not just been one guy, but um, now McCaffrey pretty much played every snap. <laughs> I, I, I saw him on the sideline getting that little massage at one point, but even so, still didn't really yeah. see much work to anyone else. So um, yeah, at this point, I think. You know, he's a guy who can project well over 100 yards, well over 20 touches. Uh, so, yeah, I totally agree. Uh, for me, I'll, I'll talk about the guys. So in the middle tier um, values, so you got like Pacheco, Gibbs, Montgomery, Gus, um, those guys. Uh, for me, it's Pacheco uh, of those guys. Mm-hmm. I have Pacheco projected for a couple more points than Jameer Gibbs, and they're essentially the same price uh, on DK. So uh, I think that's the clear value. And then talked about Montgomery on the other pod, but I think game script could be a bit of an issue for him. He's 5,600. So you do get a discount, but I still have Pacheco at 6,500 as the best value of that middle tier after CMC. But I agree. I think CMC is still the top dollar for dollar (laughs) value on this slate. Also because Pacheco, you know, negative game script could more things could go wrong. Mm -hmm. um, just as a road dog uh, for him, who's not playing quite as many snaps as uh, a CMC. all right, who are you low on at running back? Oh, no, sorry. I keep saying low. Who, who's your dart throw at running back? That's what <laughs> well, I'm Well, I'm taking the guy you were high on, and I was low on Gus Edwards, but it's Justice Hill, 4,800. I mean, he's the top, I guess, backup option, you'd say, on the slate. Mm-hmm. Just the, He's the clear pass catching back in this offense. Uh, and he's actually stealing more early down work from Gus. He had three more rush attempts than Gus last week. So... Um, you know, the Ravens, they're, they're three and a half point favorites. It's it's likely they'll be in another leading game script, but it's not a given. There's a chance they, they end up in a trailing game script against the Chiefs. So that, that would only uh, improve uh, Hill's outlook uh, as the pass catching back. So I, I think he's a no brainer uh, in this range. If anything, if you want to go really deep, maybe Kyle Juszczyk, uh, you know, with Debo out, maybe they, you know, send him out there running routes a little bit more. But other than that, uh, other than that, I think the clear dart throw in this, you know, sub 5K range is Justice Hill here. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I love Justice Hill. I mean, he's I mean, you talk about he might be just a number one back at this point. I mean, yeah. he's it's not the first time he's kind of seen more early down carries than Gus. Now, we talked about this with Baltimore. They're kind of volatile in how they distribute their workloads from week to week. So. I'm still not going to read too much into a one game sample, but overall, yeah, I think Hill is a yeah. guy that he has that upside of not just in a negative game script, but just in any game script of being that number one back. Uh, for me, dart throws. I mean, so it's really the only backfield with a lot of uncertainty is this Raven backfield. So, you know, even though I'm lower than, mm-hmm. you know, the market on Gus Edwards, I think Edwards and Dalvin Cook are both the, the dart throws that I would look at because Again, this is the backfield with the most uncertainty. Like we know Detroit is going to be kind of a two two man machine. Reynolds did vulture the touchdown, but um it, it's a little more predictability there. Uh we know what's going on in Kansas City. We know what's going on in San Francisco with McCaffrey. Baltimore, I mean, it could be Justice Hill, it could be Gus Edwards. Gavin Cook could mix in a lot more than we think now that he's, you know, been with the team a few weeks. So I think Edwards and Cook are the guys that if you're just you're throwing something at the wall hoping some some sticks. I think those two guys are going to give you the most upside, and then maybe um, 
like Elijah Mitchell, if McCaffrey were to get hurt, just because he's projected mm-hmm. for so many touches that, uh, you know, with every touch comes a certain percentage chance of injury. So that's the only other thing I think you could kind of look to to maybe find somebody here. But yeah, it's pretty cut and dry. So I think got to got to look for somebody in that Raven backfield for a dart throw. Uh, all right, wide receiver, who you got value? Uh, Rasheed Rice at 6,500. Uh, you know, I think he's a guy that I want to buy low after a fairly quiet four-catch, 47-yard game. Uh, he just he broke out in a huge way over the second half of the season. You know, before last week's, I guess you'd call it a dud, he had back-to-back 120-plus-yard uh, receiving games. Uh, he's become Mahomes' clear top target. And I think next year, like, he could be drafted – Definitely in like the top ten, but maybe top five wide receivers. Like he's trending upward, so this is a time where uh, you know just buy back after a rough game. Uh, I think it's a tougher matchup, obviously, against the Ravens, but the, the Chiefs could could be a rare trailing game script where they're going to have to throw. So I think he's going to bounce back there. And of these guys in this like six to seven K range, I think Rice sticks out as uh, the best value. Yeah, I have I have him and Ayuk pretty much tied. Uh, you know, if Debo, I have Debo projected for like 50 percent snap still oh okay um but you know if he's out uh Ayuk would actually yeah. be uh yeah. the top value in that range so yeah. uh like Ayuk here you know he's a guy who can beat man and zone coverage I think he was top eight in yards per route in you know against both man and zone uh during the regular season so you know he's a guy that can beat any coverage even if you know he's getting more uh attention from the defense uh you know the Lions I mean it's what is it Cam Sutton back there vildor uh the corners are just not not great so you've mentioned it just line defense has given up big games to receivers five games in a row was it a 140 plus game yeah. five straight so uh yeah i i think is the clear kind of guy here in 6900 i don't mind you know paying up and because he's still cheaper than amon ross st brown and i think value mm-hmm. dollar for dollar they're about the same so um, like Ayuk at 6,900. Uh, who do you like for dart throw at wideout? Y'all take your darts over here pretty seriously, huh? Uh, I'm going to go with Jamison Williams here. You know, he's 3,700, and he closed out the regular season uh, with a solid three-game stretch of 40 or more yards uh, over those final three games, but that hasn't carried over in the playoffs. You know, he's been held uh, for less than 40 yards in both games, but that's kind of who he is. You know, he's a wide range of outcomes every single week so when he's in the middle of a cold spell you know that might be the time to have some flyers on him it's potentially going to be you know a trailing pass heavy game strip for the lions so you know probably increases his chances of having a ceiling game so i think his his roster ship percentage might be a little bit too low here and obviously he has the massive ceiling so i'll go jamo here at 3700 I mean, Jamo's been in a perpetual cold spell his entire career. He's, that is true. He's not like there's been flashes. much to hang our hats on with Jamo. He has the three games of over flashed. 50 yards this year. <laughs> it's those touchdowns. Just give me like yeah. a 20-yard touchdown. That's all it takes. He's only, but, yeah, he's only, uh, so, oh, he only had three touchdowns this year. I, I felt like he had, felt like he had more. Um, but, yeah, I agree. I think he's a guy that he'll be on the field. If Khalif Raymond comes back, I guess his, his and Reynolds snaps will go down a little bit. But. Uh, they're not playing like DPJ or Antoine Green or anyone yeah. really outside. So I think Raymond would be the only guy to to even factor in. And so it wouldn't change uh, his snap rate by too much. But uh, yeah, similar similar to JMO, I like uh, Josh Reynolds as a dart throw. He's a couple hundred more expensive at 4K. 
But uh, you mentioned it. He looked like he was open a ton, and Goff was just yeah. not necessarily looking at him. That is kind of Goff's mo. He's generally <laughs> yeah. gonna look at the you know middle underneath, uh, you know short to intermediate routes. So you know Amon Ra, Laporta, Gibbs, those kind of guys. But uh, this is a game where the Lions could be a negative game script. They're seven point dogs in this spot. The total is fifty one. The weather should be uh, cooperative. Uh, Goff does struggle a little bit outside, but. Uh, you know, San Francisco, again, seven-point favorites. This Detroit hasn't been in too many negative game scripts this year themselves. Uh, so I do think Reynolds uh, is a guy who could blow up. And he's had some good games. He does have that, He does have that. Um, you know, that chemistry with Goff going back to their Rams days. Mm-hmm. So I have him and J-Mo pretty similarly projected. Like Reynolds, a uh, couple, like maybe three more yards. So it, it is close. But I think one of these two, definitely what we want to look at here and what could be a negative game script. Uh, those, those are the clear kind of values in that range. All right, tight end, who do you like for value there? Uh, George Kittle uh, at 5,300. I'm projecting Debo, like, just 50-50 chance of playing. So similar with you, 50 to 60% routes run rate. Um, And I'm still showing George Kittle um, as offering some value there. And it it does seem like Debo's probably less likely to play than I'm factoring in. So, you know, his his, uh, points per uh, dollar projection is going to go up probably so gonna like him even more and you know he had a really good game last week four catches 81 yards and a touchdown uh just think they're gonna have to lean on him even more if if Debo's out or even limited so like the value we're getting uh on Kittle at 5300 yeah he's my top dollar for dollar value too Uh, Kelsey's pretty close but uh you know the guy I want to talk about is Mark Andrews because I think he's the most interesting um Mm -hmm. he's not like currently my top dollar for dollar value because he's 5k but he's also you know compared to kelsey kittle he's cheaper and laporta as well so like he has that ability to match each of those guys ceilings the question is does he get the full amount of playing time now i think that's a little bit more likely this week just because he was mm-hmm. practicing in full last week and they held him out anyway so there's a chance he could come back to a near full workload I don't have him projected there yet, but uh, just curious as to your thoughts on him because, uh, you know, at 50, at 5K, if you're talking about like Kelsey, Laporta, Kittle, uh, he's that fourth, he's the cheapest of oh, those yeah. four guys and has, I think has a much lower floor, but a similar ceiling. Is that is that kind of how you feel about Andrews or what are you doing with him? Yeah, absolutely. He, he like, yeah, like I, I think that based on my projection, he, he should be, like his median should he should be like forty two hundred yeah yeah but that it's he's Mark Andrews so he has just as high of a ceiling as the other guys uh, even if he's limited to like we said maybe third down and or uh, red zone work he could still end with four catches for forty yards and two touchdowns right, right. so um, and I think yeah his roster ship will be lower than it probably should be because uh, I don't think people are factoring in that enough so while yeah I'm looking at my projections there's no way like an optimizer would give me any Mark Andrews exposure, you would want to manually put him in there because you mm-hmm. just know that he, he has the same upside as, as all these other guys. He's one of the best tight ends in the league. So I'm with you uh, there. He's he's a tournament play only, uh, and you got to use accordingly. But, yeah, I think he's de- he's sneaky, and you could get some really good leverage on the two-game slate with him. Absolutely. Yeah, that's what I was thinking as well. Yeah. Uh, all right, dart throw. Who do you like? Tight end. <laughs> Let's go, Zach Ertz. Let's have some fun here. Uh, <laughs> nice. He's twenty eight hundred. He's the only guy I can make a case for. Um, but you know, James Mitchell and IR and Brock Wright looks like he's doubtful, so I'm assuming he's out. You know, they had to bring somebody in, so it would make sense to bring in Ertz 
not sure, you know, how much of the playbook he'll know, uh, you know, before the game. But, you know, I, I'm guessing he'll just slide right into, like, the Brock Wright role. Uh, they, they had some plays for Brock Wright last week. So I bet, you know, the, the Lions get creative, especially near the red zone. You know, they're trying to get offensive linemen the ball um, in the red zone. So <laughs> I would not be shocked if they have a Zach Ertz play lined up. I mean, how could they not? So I think, you know, I'm curious to hear where you're projecting him, but I, I think that he could easily have a 15, 20% routes run rate, and he could get one or two catches easily uh, with that kind of usage. So uh, with him, we're just trying to catch a cheap touchdown, just given, you know, how creative the Lions like to get. I, th- I think he's definitely worth a flyer at 2,800 here. Yeah, I'm projected right around one catch, uh, maybe like a yeah. couple tenths of a point over. But yeah, um, I'm projecting him for about 20, 25% routes. Um, essentially, like you said, that Brock, Rock right roll, which has been, yeah, 20, 25% uh, route participation most weeks behind Laporta. And then, I mean, we'll see, you know, maybe if he's not ready and then Ferkser has to mm. be the number two. But yeah, as of now, I mean, I, I would think Ertz can come in, maybe some obvious passing down situations uh, and things like that. They won't ask him to block too much or anything. So maybe it, uh, but uh, yeah, he should be able to get a few routes. And uh, I, I wouldn't be surprised if he got a catch or two. For me, I, like dart throw, I'll go. Then this is assuming Andrews plays. I think likely would be the dart throw. Yeah. Um, just you know, you kind of mentioned it. He he would be too expensive if <laughs> Andrews were to play because he's forty three hundred. But uh, his roster ship would also be pretty low. And there, again, there's just a lot of uncertainty. So same thing with the backfield of Baltimore. Uh, there's there'll be some uncertainty if Andrews plays. Of is Andrews going to go back to like that eighty five percent route participation role, or is he going to be you know more situational? in which case likely would still get, you know, probably upwards of 50% of the snaps. Uh, and, you know, he is talented. So even on a limited amount of snaps, he could still score a touchdown or whatnot. So I think he's he's the guy for me, uh, not necessarily a true dart throw price, but definitely a guy who I think if Andrews plays, you know, people will not look to roster likely much at all. So yeah. uh, he'd be the guy for me just to get some, introduce some variance there. Let's uh, build a lineup. Uh, your lineup outscored mine. You got McCaffrey last week. Oh, so, yeah. Uh, congratulations. Thank you. And you, you um, got first pick this week. All right. <laughs> Let's go, Christian McCaffrey. I can't, yeah, can't mess around here. Yeah. He's just, just way too, much value too high there. compared to everybody. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm, I'm going for guys with half his projection um, and only saving a couple grand. So, yeah, that's probably the way to go. Um, I'm going to go with a defense to start. All I'm going right. to go with the Niners. Good call. 3,300. All right, I'm going to lock in Purdy at quarterback just so I have, like, all of the yeah. top-scoring offense, quarterback, running back, or at least I should, uh, with Purdy <laughs> and McCaffrey, so then I can kind of uh, build yeah. from there. All right, well, I can't let you get – who do I not want you to get? I don't want you to get uh, George Kittle. Okay. I'm going to take George Kittle. All right. I'm going to roll with – give me some Justice Hill, oh, 4,800, yeah. um, just because, like, I think McCaffrey's a top – value so then like those middle tier guys aren't as valuable so i'll go with the cheapest guy that you can actually expect something out of yeah um all right i'm gonna lock in brandon Ayuk as well i can't i can't allow you to have like a niners mega stack so (laughs) i have to have to pull the screws on you a little bit all right i'll go with some josh reynolds here i gotta pay down a little bit somewhere so i'll go with him at 4k against the niners oh he is absolutely going off this week after my brutal (laughs) <laughs> uh, over three and a half receiving yards, seeing him wide open. Yeah, like that play. Um, I'm going to go with Pacheco here. All right. 
Give me uh, Monra. Oh, wow. Seventy nine hundred. Yep. All right. Uh, I hope so. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out. We'll see. Um, yeah, this is tough. Like, I'm trying to map this out because if I spend up too much, like, I, I don't want to get stuck, like, having to take, like, Noah Gray in my flex or something. I got to I had Otten and Kelsey. Careful. That worked out pretty well last week, so. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Otten and Kelsey are two you yeah, know, starting I tight know. ends. Um, I got to be really careful here. I'm going to go with, let's, let's go cheap at wide receiver. Let's lock in. I don't like either of these guys in like a cash format, but I'll, I'll lock in JMO at 3,700. All right. So I got 40, about 4,500. I don't have my defense yet. Uh, I'll go Zay Flowers at 5,800. All right. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Rasheed Rice then. At uh, right. 6,500. Right. I'm going to have to go with uh, Laporta at tight end. Mm-hmm. I don't love him this week, but it just fits my construction <laughs> at 5,400. Uh, I'll go with uh, Jameer Gibbs at 6,400. Again, don't love the price per dollar, but makes the most sense for right. <laughs> filling out the rest of my lineup. I'll take a flyer on Bateman at 3,600. Damn it. That screwed up my entire plan here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh my god. All right. Um, let's see. How am I gonna recover from this? I am never gonna financially recover from this. Oh no. I can't even afford the other guy. Wow, what a pick. Um <laughs> <laughs> I might have to like take a different quarterback. I was gonna take Lamar Jackson, but now uh I might have to let's see. So if I take if I take Mahomes, I'll have forty five hundred. For my flex, which means I could take basically a nobody. <laughs> yeah, um, oh no. I could take, oh yeah, basically a nobody. Um, right. I mean, that that's, I, I would have a GPP, I, I would have JMO and Odell talk about a GPP lineup. Um, I mean, I don't really have another option. I will still do that. I'll figure it out. So I will take, so if I take Lamar Jackson here, I have 3,700. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm doing already, the math. You already took JMO. You already took JMO. I'm gonna have to take a really, really cheap wide receiver. I'm looking at yeah. him. Yeah, uh, well, Chiefs probably right. There's three of them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there's three yeah. of them I could take. And uh, I will spend. Yeah. I I'm not taking. Well, actually, I don't even think I could afford them. Oh Jesus! I have 3,700. That's what I'm. Oh talking yeah, yeah. You you at Skymore, Marquez, and Watson. Yeah, I have Bateman projected. Uh, Above Odell and Aguilar, so that that was just yeah. I know. I was perfect. I was eyeing him. I was like, I need him to make everything work too. I will figure it out. Um, I'm just gonna spend however long it takes you to pick. Figure out which Chiefs wide receiver I want, which horrible Chiefs wide receiver I want. All right. Uh, so yes, yeah, so I have. I essentially can take either the Chiefs or the Lions defense to one of the underdogs. I'll go with the Chiefs just because they are the uh, better defense. So we'll go with them. But. Uh... Yeah, not really much of a difference at this point. <laughs> oh man, my um I, I think I'm gonna go with I mean MBS finally had a game. I, I don't think that's gonna continue. Hardman had that fumble. I do not love this. But I think I'm gonna have to go with well let's see let's see if I have let's see another position. Um thirty seven hundred. Yikes. Yeah, so can't literally can't afford a running back. Um, tight end, it's just Noah Gray or Zach Ertz, which, you know, I'll go with Nico Hardman, and I hate it. Yeah. He has the higher floor, but man. Who knows? What a pick. Your your, uh, Bateman pick might have won (laughs) it for you. 
Oh man. All right. Uh, recap. <laughs> what you got? What you got? So I, uh, Took Lamar at quarterback. My running backs are Isaiah Pacheco and Jameer Gibbs. My wide receivers, I went with Brandon Ayuk, Jamison Williams, Rasheed Rice. Uh, my tight ends, George Kittle. My flex, uh, you forced me into taking Michael Hardman there. <laughs> and my defense is the Niners going up against uh, the Lions. All right, I got uh, Purdy at quarterback, 6,400. CMC at running back at 9K with Justice Hill at 4,800. Receivers are Amon Ross St. Brown at 7,900 at San Fran. Zay Flowers, 5,800 against KC. And Josh Reynolds, 4K at San Fran. Tight end Laporta uh, at 5,400. And then Bateman is my flex. And the Chiefs D at 2,900 at Baltimore. So, yeah, it's a tough week. But, uh, yeah, I think McCaffrey's always is key. And it's interesting yeah. that you, you can definitely afford to go like McCaffrey and like an Amon Ross if you – uh, like there's definitely enough salary to kind oh, of yeah. do that. So uh, see how that goes, but that will wrap it up for our fantasy preview episode of the fantasy flex for championship weekend for more fantasy content from Sean and I, be sure to check out our full player projections episode. That's out right now over in the action network podcast channel, actionnetwork.com for all of our NFL fantasy and betting content, fantasylabs.com for our DFS tools and models. Don't forget to join the action network discord server. For some extra fun, plus check out uh, the newest feature of the Action Network app, Fantasy Sync. Links for both the Discord and to set up Fantasy Sync will be in the episode description. Sean's on X at the underscore odds maker. I'm at Chris Raybon. We're at those same handles on the free award-winning Action Network app. Until next time, let's get this money. Action Network reminds you, please gamble responsibly. If you or someone you care about has a gambling problem, help is available 24-7 at 1-800-GAMBLER.